Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Evil Lives Amongst Us, African American True Crime. Yes, I love true crime stories, but very seldom do I hear true crime stories about African Americans. So I created this podcast to share with my listeners about the true crimes that African Americans commit. So sit back, lend me your ears, and listen to some of the most horrendous crimes committed by Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Evil Lives Amongst Us, True Crimes of African Americans. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about LaShonda Armstrong. Her classification was a murderer. Her characteristics Parasite, murder-suicide. After a dispute with the father of her three young children, the mother intentionally drove their car into the Hudson River. Number of victims, three. Date of the murders, April 12, 2011. She was also born in 1985. I had my son in 1985. Her children, Landon, five, Lance, two, and Lanaya, 11. Method of murder, drowning. This happened in Newburgh, Orange County, New York, USA. And guess what? She died in the incident. When I was researching this case, I looked up her photos. She's beautiful, beautiful woman, pictures of her children, talking to her kids. You would not even think that she would have would have done anything like this. So let's find out what actually happened. Let's see what happened. What would make her want to drive into the river, kill her, kill her kids? What would make her want to do that? We know that The father, her and the father, they weren't getting along. Um, They said that weeks before her family members said weeks before the tragedy, she had been acting weirdly, acting strange. And she felt like someone was watching her. Pages, she had a diary. She kept a journal of the things that um, she went, she did. And she told her sister that pages of her diary had been missing. And she went on to say that her likes were flickering on and off. She started calling family members and apologizing and saying, sorry, and nobody could understand what she was talking about. Hmm. So, was there some spiritual things that was going on with if the lights was flickering? Was was it 
mental issues with something happening. Hmm. So let's see. On Thursday, police confirmed that John Pierre, this was in April 14th, 2011, the father of three children who perished in the tragedy had been arrested on February 10th and charged with endangering the welfare of a child, Jean Pierre. The arrest came after two-year-old Lance Pierre was found wandering alone on William Street in the cold with wet clothing on. Police stated that Pierre was in charge of the child at the time. And a woman named Chanel went to police shortly after the child was found, claiming at first to be his babysitter. Then she claimed to be his mother. The boy was released to the care of his mother after being evaluated at the hospital. Then two days later, she put LaShonda put the three children in her van drove to the Hudson River on the city's waterfront and drove right into the river. They said witnesses say they saw a minivan speed through an intersection at the boat's launch entrance fast enough that the vehicle appeared to bottom out on the bumpy pavement. She went through it pretty fast. Ashanti George of Newburgh later rose down for her. They were going to the same math class. And George said that she was off before that happened. She seemed angry. She seemed off. It wasn't like she was herself. She was just upset. But other people say she was happy. Go lucky. Like everything was good. Did she suffer from bipolar? There was problems going on between her and the children's father. She actually took out a restraining order against the children's father because they were not getting along. They said that there was a domestic violence incident and her aunt, Angela, said that the women and children were in danger because of the domestic violence incident. And this came before this happened. Hmm. The police said that officers were was dispatched to the woman's apartment at 53 William Street a few minutes later, but no one was home when they arrived. Less than five minutes later, a motorist who found LaShawn cold, scared, and soaking wet near the waterfront picked him up and brought him to the fire department headquarters about two blocks away. LaShawn, a son. Firefighters learned from the boy where the van had gone into the water, rushed to the waterfront near the restaurant. They plunged into the 40 degree water and began their search. Minutes later, they did a wider search and then they found the van. They loaded it out with the steel cable. They did not know how many children they were going 
divine. John Pierre, the father of the three youngest children. Like I told you earlier, he had been in an argument with LaShawn moments before she drove it into the river. The police had never been called to that address for domestic violence incidents, but neighbors said they saw hints that a tragedy was going to come. They saw things going on. They heard things. The neighbors, they even say that she was a good mom. She took care of her kids. She was always with her kids, but it was the father. They said that was giving them Problem. She had four children. All children attended the Young Unique Christian Development. All children. But the oldest child, who was a student at a memorial school, a magnet school, he escaped. And, you know, it was hard because he was trying to get their attention. He was trying to get for plea. He said that someone named Mev Ryan said that the boy was waving his arms at an intersection and he was screaming for help. And he said, my mommy just drove the car in the water. And she told the boy he was only 10. He was only 10 years old and told him to get into the car. And she drove to the short distance and she got out the car and went halfway in the water to see if she could see the car. And, and she couldn't see it because the minivan had already submerged into the water. And then that's when it began to register what had happened. The minivan was in eight feet of water. She was still inside and three of her other children all was inside. LaShawn went on to tell his story and he said that his mother was so upset with his stepfather, there was an argument about cheating because his stepfather had been cheating on his mom. And on the short ride from their home to the water, LaShawn, the son, said that his mother said, I'm sorry, I'm going to do something crazy. You just have to forgive me. The police sent the officers to the apartment when they got the 911 call from the aunt, but it was too late because she had left. LaShawn knew what had happened. He told them. His mom grabbed them, threw them in the minivan, and she said to her to them, "If I'm going to die, you're going to die with me." LaShawn was screaming. He didn't want to die. He did not want to go into the water. He did not want his other children, his other brothers and sisters to die. He didn't want that to happen. But LaShonda didn't care. Didn't care. 
And like I said, she kept telling him, if I'm going to die, you're going to die with me. And he didn't want to die. He didn't. He was actually trying to fight to get out. Because she couldn't handle the relationship with their dad. And that's what happens a lot of times. Women who fall in love with men and they give their all and something happens to them that if they that sometimes they say, well, it's just better that I just kill myself and end it all. And then you don't have to worry about it. They were arguing. She accused him of cheating. They dated in high school. He was the father of her three youngest children. He was her prom date. But he was cheating on her. But LaShawn, her 10-year-old son, he broke free, rolled down the window, and swam out. He said that his mother tried to stop the tragedy that was playing out, but it was too late. Because as the minivan began to sink, he heard his mom say, oh, my God, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. But it was too late. The first sign of their domestic violence They could hear arguing and things going on in the background when they went. And it didn't sound good. So the aunt, she called the aunt. The aunt sent the police and stuff over there. But they they were gone. So maybe it was, you know, I've gotten into arguments where I'm being accused of things and I'm trying to keep it together. And I've even said to myself, I'm just going to kill myself. And sometimes that is an act of a person who is reaching out for attention. And out of her anger, this is what happened. Out of her anger. Not thinking not calming down. And that's why it's very important sometimes that we we get angry. Now, I have a bad temper. But that's why it's important that we allow that anger to subside, that we rationalize things. We talk things through. Because I believe that if she would have had a moment to just think about it, before waiting, before it was too late to say that she'd made a mistake, I don't think she probably would have driven into that water. And he probably couldn't get, you know, LaShawn, he probably couldn't get his other siblings out. And he survived. But he's 10, so how would he, you know, there could have been a lot of things that was going on why he couldn't stop what had happened. You know, he's he's an adult now, but 
during that time, he was just a child. So that is sad. But what is really crazy is that The father had been banned from contact with his two-year-old son, Lance, because the boy was found wandering around. So he couldn't even be around the kid because the boy was found wandering around. They're saying that he escaped charges Because even though he violated the order, he was not supposed to be around the younger kid. But he went over to the house and he was yelling at the mom and he was telling her to open up the door. And he was bamming on the door really loud. He wanted her to open up the door so that they can talk. Maybe they had a conversation. Maybe she told him, I'm going to kill us and the kids. No one knows. She was depressed. 30 minutes before she did this. They say you could hear him coming to the door, banging on the door. Despite the fact he had a restraining order against him, he still went. What was he there for? No one knows. He was try- Maybe he was trying to stop her from doing this. Maybe. After the confrontation, they say that 10-year-old LaShawn told Pierre that he loved him. And Pierre said, I love you too, and kissed him on the forehead. Mm. They're saying that she probably snapped when she found out that he was cheating on her with another woman. And that's what caused her to snap. Mm, 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 mm. But before she even did this, 30 minutes before the suicide, she left a message on Facebook. Here we go again. People leaving messages on Facebook, leaving messages on Facebook. I'm sorry, everyone. Forgive me, please, for what I'm going to do. This is it. Leaving messages on Facebook. What is up? People leave these messages on Facebook as a cry for help. Maybe they don't have anyone to talk to. Facebook, you can post everything, all your business. Sometimes Facebook is good, sometimes it's not. But whatever is going on, she left the message. No one reached out to her to to call her. None of her friends, Facebook friends, like Facebook friends in real life or Facebook family members, not, not those that you meet on the social media site. But nobody called her and said, what is she talking about? What's going on? Nobody paid attention. And then it goes on to say that the little boy said that 
his mother climbed into the back seat and held them all together before this happens. If I'm going to die, all of y'all are going to die with me. Hmm. The woman that was sleeping with Mr. Pierre, she was only 22 years old and she was friends. She became friends with her before all of this happened. They said he was possessive. There were so many problems and I guess she couldn't take it and she snapped. Hmm. So people, our minds, that's why we have emotions, emotions, emotions can cause a lot of pain. Emotions. We feel love. We feel sadness. We feel happiness. We feel a lot of things. But if we do not know how to control, even the Bible says, be angry and but sin not even, you know, that can cover a lot of things. But sometimes when people can't cope with a lot of things, you think about what she probably did, all the sacrifices. Like I said, I know I've been through situations and been involved with situations where even I have thought about stuff like that. But after I calm down, they go away. They go away. And maybe he was controlling because when this happened to me, I was in a controlling and an abusive situation where somebody was beating on me and controlling me and talking shit to me. And I just couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't talk to people. We didn't have Facebook then. We didn't have, we didn't have those. I didn't have that. So it's like, We go through, you know, we go, we as women, sometimes we go through these situations where we're so emotionally involved, so emotionally committed to certain relationships that we don't understand that it is killing us. Now we have all of these different programs that are out and there probably was programs that were out then. But at that particular time with her mental state, you know what? Forget this. You cheating on me. I done did this. I done did that. You have controlled me. You have done all of these things to me. And right now I can't take this anymore. So I'm just going to end it all. I'm just going to get away from you and I'm going to end it all. You got a woman taking care of my kid. My kid is walking around by himself. You have a woman you're, you're cheating. You're doing all of these things to me. And so, yes, she probably did snap. She probably did snap, but it's horrible. It's horrible. The way that this happened, we have to come together in the community to deal with these mental disorders and these mental problems that happen because evil truly lives amongst us it's in our minds and I really feel that every energy has a job to do whether it's positive or negative so if you already have these wicked imaginations in your heart whatever you want to call them 
demon, negative energies, whatever they are, they will play on those roles and they will and they will intensify. They will play on your mindset. They will intensify. And when she realized what she was doing, it was too late because the evil had left her mind. And now she couldn't do anything to save her three children. But one got saved. My name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to thank you for listening to my podcast. Evil lives amongst us. True crimes of African Americans. Peace.